Hey guys, how's everybody doing? Uh, hopefully everyone is doing awesome. I'm so, so, so excited to be back on here today with today's episode of the podcast, Who is God and Who is God to You? <clears throat> so it's actually kind of funny. Let me, I want to backtrack a little bit. So um, I host a women's Bible study and this was one of the topics that we had done probably about a month ago that I had spoke about and it has just been so stuck on my heart. It has just been something that I feel like the Lord is like pulling me towards again. I feel like it after um, the night at the women's Bible study um, that it has been so deep in my heart that uh, that I just really feel like, like I've been praying about it. Like, Lord, like, is this something that other people need to hear? Is this something that someone else specifically needs to hear? I'm, I'm not sure, but I'm really going to believe it because this has just been so strongly on my heart. So I just, I believe that this is for somebody. I believe that this can remind you today of who your God is, um, that you can trust in who God says that he is. And, um, just, just that, uh, you can, you can give God the praise for who he is. And, um, yeah, so I'm actually going to be uh, talking about a few scriptures of um, about who God is. So who who even is God? Like the reason that I wanted to really even speak on this is because we have this idea of who God is. Like we think we know who God is. Like we just and a lot of times. A lot of times the ideas that we end up creating of um, who someone could be, of certain circumstances, of certain ideas of things, a lot of times it, we end up adding our own opinion in there instead of the truth. Like over time, it ends up building up and building up what we think this and without even realizing it instead of what the actual reality is, what the actual truth is, we're thinking more um, as to our opinion of things. We're thinking more as to, well, well, I think that it's like this. And then slowly our opinion starts to turn into our truth. So who is God? Who's the God that we pray to? Who's the God that does miracles? Who does God say that he is? So we're going to start off in John 4.24. And it says in John 4.24 that God is spirit and truth. It says, God is spirit and those who worship him must worship in spirit and truth. So we know that God is spirit and there it's saying that God is truth. Because if you worship him, you must worship him in the spirit and you must worship him in truth. God is not a God who lies. Like God is not who <clears throat> he says that he isn't. Like he is not someone um, that's going to let you down. He's he's not someone who is going to change. God is the same today. He's the same tomorrow. He's the same forever. And that deserves all the praise because he is who he says he is. And he deserves all of my life for that. He deserves all of my praise for that. He is the one thing in my life, the one thing, no matter 
what else changes, no matter my circumstances, no matter what happens tonight, what happens tomorrow, God is not going to change. And that, that is an amazing thing. I'm so thankful that God does not change and that God is who he says he is. It's like our circumstances don't change who God is. Our feelings do not change who God is. Our opinions are not going to change who God is. And that deserves all of our glory. Like, like God being a constant rock, God being, God being truth, God being the spirit, like, man, it's just, he deserves, he deserves my glory. He deserves my praise. I mean, if you just think, like, I feel like you can think of someone in your life who's, like, let you down at some point. Or, um, yeah, someone who's just let you down and you didn't expect it. Like, and you get upset by it. And it's like, man, like, God is on my side. Like, he is never going to leave me down. Like, God is never going to go anywhere. He's never going to walk out of my life. He's never going to leave my side in the dark. He's always going to be there like as a listening ear to talk. And that is such a beautiful thing whenever you look at God for who God is. So next we're going to talk about how who is God? God is love. So in 1 John 4, 8 and in 16, I'm going to go ahead and read. And it says, God is love and the one who remains in love remains in God and God remains in him. And then... Yeah. Yeah, I read 16. Oh, I sorry, I didn't read 8. 8 says so 1 John 4:8 says, "The one who does not love does not know God, because God is love. God's love was revealed among us in this way. God sent his only his one and only son into the world so that we might live through him." So this is just saying that if you can't know God unless you know love, like, because God is love, like, we can have all these misconceptions about how you think you should love people, about how love should be shown, like, love is love, like, all of these things, but the, but the thing is, is, like, God is the one who created love, God is the one who is love himself, like, if love is a person, it's God, because God is a person, God is real, God's a person, God is love, and um, the one who remains in God and remains in his love, God is going to remain in that person. So if I remain in God's love, then, and God's love remains in God, then God is remaining in me. Like, man, that is an awesome thing. Like, if I'm walking in God's love, which is love that I can only receive from God, that I can only get from God to even share then God is with me too. And that could be an encouragement for you today. So we know that God is spirit and truth. We know that God is love. And now let me tell you, God is life. So we're going to go back to John. <clears throat> it's John 14, 6. Let me go ahead and flip there in my Bible. Just one second here. All right, so John 14, 6. It says, Jesus told him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. 
If you know me, you will also know my father. From now on, do know him and have seen him. From now on, you do know him and have seen him. Sorry. Um, So God is the way. God is the truth. And God is the life. Like, are you looking for a way for something? Are you looking what to do next? Are you looking for what path to take? Well, let me tell you, God's the way. God is the way. God is the way that you're going to um that you're going to get on the right path. God is the way. Like the way that you decide to go, if it's God's way, he's going to bless it. He's going to be there. He is the truth. He any lie that you have in your head, any lie that you tell yourself, it is not God because God speaks truth. Um the enemy tries to um really attack any truth that God lays on your life. So speak truth over your life. Speak, um, get in God's presence. I want to encourage you to just, um, speak life over you because you know what, what life comes from? It comes from God. God is the one who created life. God is the creator of the universe. He has created everything that you see. And I think sometimes like, especially for me, like, I feel like a way that the Lord really speaks to me is through nature, like through birds, through butterflies, um, just through different things. And, um, and it's so fascinating to think about like stepping outside, looking at the mountains, looking at the trees and be like, God literally created all of this. And then I, I just, the reason I want to talk about this is because I don't want God to not get the glory that he deserves. God deserves to get the glory. We should know who we're praying to. We should know who this God is. We should know that we can trust this God. Like the creator of the universe who has given you life, who's given you breath in your lungs, who is the way, who is love, who is spirit and truth. That is God who is life. It's all God. And I don't want us to end up forgetting on our day-to-day life, just walking and doing the normal things. I don't want us to forget who God is. I don't want us to get comfortable and get content with God being spirit and truth and love and life and all these other things. I don't want us to get content with it. I don't want my spirit to get content with it. I don't want to just end up... um, getting used to giving God the praise and feeling like he does. Oh, he doesn't need it today. Oh, he doesn't need it this evening. Oh, he doesn't need it tomorrow morning. I don't got to read. I don't have to get in his presence. No, I don't want to end up being content with who God is. And, and I don't want you to end up being like that either because God deserves my praise. He deserves my worship. God deserves my life. He deserves all of my words, everything that I do. I want to be pointed back to him because he deserves it. I mean, he is such a good father. Sorry, I'm getting so hyped. Okay. So we have God is spirit and truth. God is love. God is life. Now we're going to move to Revelation twenty two thirteen, And we're going to talk about how God is the first and the last. If you're flipping there in your Bible, it should be uh, the last, probably the last page for you. 
So it says in 22, 13, I'm going to read 12 and 13. It says, look, I am coming soon and my reward is with me to repay each person according to his work. I am the alpha and the omega, the first and the last, the beginning and the end. God is the alpha. He is the omega. He is the first. He is the last. He's the beginning. He's the end. He's the one who started this life. He's the one who started this world. He was the beginning. He, he is the beginning. And he's going to be the end. So if you believe he is the beginning, then you better believe that he's going to be the end too. So next we're going to turn to Deuteronomy 32. Four. And we're going to read how God is the rock. It says, the rock. His work is perfect. All his ways are just. A faithful God without bias. He is righteous and true. So let's just break down the scripture. What all is it saying that God is? God is the rock. God's ways are perfect. His ways are, or his work is perfect. His ways are just. He's faithful. He's without bias. He's righteous and he's true. And it's like, why wouldn't you want to have this type of person in your life? Would you want to have someone that's just lying to you? That's just um, not seeking the best for you? Kind of think of it as like a friend. Like for me, I want my friends to, to, um, to be righteous, to be true, um, to be without bias. I want them to be honest. I want them to be someone I can depend on, someone that's not going to lie to me, but tell me the truth about things. Um, someone that's going to encourage me and love me and be there for me always, even whenever um, it may not be deserved or I may be going through, through some things. I want this type of person as a friend. God is that type of person. Like, God is such an amazing friend. And he's been such a friend to me time and time and time and time and time again. Like, going through things, um, feeling really alone at points in my life, um, going through some dark things. Um, Man, it's just, God has been there. Like, God... His ears have been open for me. His hands have been open for me to come to. Um, he's been such a friend, such a listening ear. And and it's, it's a really beautiful thing. Just looking back on who God um, has been to me. So next we're going to talk about how God is the creator. All right, so let's turn to Colossians 1.16. And it says, for everything was created by him in heaven and on earth, the visible and the invisible, whether thrones or dominions or rulers or authorities, all things have been created through him and for him. I love the last sentence, um, the last part of that scripture, whenever it says all things have been created through him and for him. So many times we're in such like a generation, such it's like such society thing where um people don't know um how they were created people don't know um their gender people don't know um you know their purpose in life they don't know 
um, what they're meant to be doing. And everything that we see God has created through him for him. Like God created us for him. He did it for him. So my life can be a reflection of the glory of God so that my life can be a testimony of who God is. Like God has created each and every person um, with his love, with his hands, in his image, so that um, people can, can set their life on God and then watch God transform them, watch their life become a testimony of God's goodness. And um, it's, it's such a sad thing knowing that like people don't know what their purpose is. People can get lost trying to find it. And it's like God created you for a purpose. Like cling to God and you'll find your purpose. Like my, I know my purpose is to glorify God. My purpose is, is to do whatever the Lord wants me to do. And, um, and yeah, so we know, let's review here a little bit. We know that God is spirit and truth. We know that God is love. God is life. God is the first and the last. God is the rock. He's the creator. Now let's turn back to John because we're going to talk about how God is the word. God is the word. If you have your Bible with you as I'm reading mine, all of this, this book, God is this. God is the word. Like he is alive. The word is active. The word is alive and you better believe it because it's God. And if you don't believe it, then, then wait till we read the scripture. In the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. Let's keep going. He, he was with God in the beginning. All things were created through him and apart from him. Not one thing was created that has been created. So in the beginning, when God created um, the beginning, when God created the world, was the word. The word was alive from the beginning of time. And the word was with God. And the word was God. So if you believe God is who he says he is, and you believe what the Bible says, a hundred percent, you believe who God is a hundred percent, you don't doubt it with any inch of you, then you believe that the word is God. You believe that the word is active. It is alive. It is who he says he is. Oh, hold on just one second. You probably hear little Leland in the background. He's, he's trying to crawl and He's becoming a little bit of a big boy, and he's doing all the things. Let me just give him a toy here. Hold on. Okay. Sorry. Sorry, sorry, sorry. So, anyways, um, so it's important to, like, I feel like there can be parts of you, like, if you really go searching in your faith, like, there could be parts of you who doubt, like, that doubts who God is, that maybe like doubts that God can still do miracles, that God is still presently moving day to day in people and in people's lives and that it can be evident and, um, and even like, uh, the power of healing, um, the spiritual gifts and read the word. Like if you don't believe it, read the word. Like 
It's so hard because you can't pick and choose what you believe. You can't pick, okay, God was the word, but then not pick to believe in the parts whenever, um, um, like people in Acts about uh, the spirit falling on them and speaking in tongues and spiritual gifts and um, the power that the disciples had whenever they left and the power, the miraculous healings and um and I even read yesterday, people were just laying in the streets, even for one of the disciples, uh, Peter, for his shadow to even lay on them for them to be healed. And it's like, we, we, if you believe that God is the word and you believe in God, but you don't believe in all of the word, then you're not believing in God. Like, like the word is God. Like you want to know God, read the word. You can't pick and choose what you're reading. You can't pick and choose what you believe. This is God. The word is God. God is who he says he is. God is truth. Um, so, yeah, it's like God is spirit and truth. God is love, life, the first and the last, the rock, the creator, and the word. And um, it's like not just when things are going good or my way, like his ways are going to be better than my own. Like, Lord, I'm so thankful that you are who you say you are. I'm so thankful that your ways are higher than mine. Um, I'm so thankful that, that you're a God that we can look at our life and see evidently if we wanted to day to day that you are active, that you're alive, that you are, um, moving and doing things and that you are evident and I pray, Lord, that uh, whoever's listening to this, whoever's on the other side of this, um, who's listening to my voice right now, Lord, I pray that you open up their eyes so that they can see where you are working, that they can see um, you in their life, Lord, whatever it may be through creation, through your word, through your spirit, Lord, through conversations, God, through love, through truth, Lord. I pray that this person just has an overwhelming presence of who you are, an overwhelming truth of who you are, Lord. I pray that any lie that the enemy had over them and believing in who you are, Lord, and believing that that you're not worthy to be worshipped every day, that you're not worthy to be glorified with all of our life, Lord. I pray that right now it's broken in your name, Jesus, because you deserve the glory, Lord, because you deserve our worship, Lord. You deserve my life, Lord. And I pray that this person realizes that, Lord. I pray that your spirit just falls over them, Jesus, that their eyes just are fixed on you, Lord. And I, Lord, I'm just I'm so thankful that they're here with us. So I just really wanted to talk about lastly who God is to me and it was really really a beautiful thing at Bible study um I had everyone take five minutes and we all wrote down um who God has been to us in our life what are some things that um that have stuck out to us that God's personality has shown us in our lives um what he's done for us and it's just it was so awesome it was it was so awesome because it gives us time to sit and reflect on who God has been to us. Like, okay, we just read scripture about who God is, but how has God showed up for me in my life? Like, where have I seen him in my life? So I want to read some of the things that I wrote down to me or for me. Sorry. So I wrote, who is God to me? God is the rock. 
God is peace when it doesn't make sense. God is a deliverer. He is the truth. He's a friend. He's a listening ear. He's a provider for everything. Everything. He's a creator. He's a promise keeper. He is beautiful. He's worthy of all of my life and all of my worship. He's a chain breaker. He is all powerful and all knowing. He is thoughtful. And the list could just go on and on and on and on and on. But like these are these are ways that I've experienced God. Like what I've just read to you like I've experienced it. Like I've lived through it. Like I've I've lived to see that he's a deliverer. I've lived to see that he's a promise keeper. I've lived to see he's a chain breaker. I've lived to see that he is a provider for everything. I've seen it. I've witnessed it. My life is a testimony to it. So I really just want to encourage you to take time after listening to this, whether you write stuff down, maybe open up your phone's app even and write stuff down, write in your notes, who has God been to me? And write it down, take a few minutes, write it down and look at how faithful God has been to you. And if you can't think of anything, pray and ask the Lord to open up your eyes to see, to be able to see where he's been um, throughout different times of your life. And just watch your gratitude just want to overflow. Watch watch your heart just be so opened. Watch um, just, I mean, I feel like there's just so much love, just so much gratitude came over me whenever I had uh, wrote this down. And I mean, I'm just, I can't even explain how thankful I am. Like, I'm so, so, so thankful for God. I'm so, so, so thankful that he's been all these things to me. And, and I just want God to get the glory he deserves in my life, in your life, in everyone's life. So I just want to encourage you to do that. Take the time, write down who God has been to you and watch how how your heart just automatically wants to worship the Lord. Watch how your heart just comes in sync to to give God the glory. So I just want to thank you for uh, coming along with me today on today's episode of Who is God and Who is God to You? And I just hope and pray that this speaks to you. I feel like it's meant for somebody. And if that's you, man, what a blessing. What an awesome thing that God wants to to use um, to use this to speak to you and um, for him to be glorified. And I just pray that um, his will is to be done and that you just have a blessed and awesome day because thanks for just even listening to this. I mean, it's, it's just an, it's an incredible thing. God can do incredible things. And for that, I'm so grateful. So I'll see you guys next time. And until then.